Yo, 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 what's up? Thanks for joining us today. You're gonna get the real. Cause remember, if it ain't the real, then what you working with? Of course, we in the man cave, baby, down here doing it big, doing it right <laughs> to bring y'all that visual. To the yes, left sir. of me, we got Ego. Shout out to him again. Of course, we're just gonna touch on the fact that my man dropped Story of Ego over 150,000 streams. I know y'all be tuning in. Yes. We gotta reiterate the fire that comes from these guys, all right? Appreciate y'all, appreciate y'all. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And then to the left, we got Press. Yo, yo, I know yo. why the Cage Bird raps. 26,000 plus streams in two weeks. Mm -hmm. Two weeks. Yep. All right? He said it. <laughs> Give me all that quality. We got bars, we got story, we got fire, beats, everything. You get the quality. Listen, you're going to get the real. Appreciate y'all for joining us today. Uh, real quick, man. Um, the topics today are important because it's more personal than it is anything in the news. Mm -hmm. So this, I want y'all to really be connected with us on this. So we're going to be here with y'all. We're going to be talking amongst each other. We're going to be dialed in. We're going to be in on these topics from a personal standpoint. We also want to make sure that you give us feedback. You chime in. Let us know any connections that I have with you. And just to put it out there, some of the things are going to be a little touchy. But again, we're here to give you the real. So we want to make sure we don't leave anything out in our humanistic qualities as individuals and together as groups, societies, and communities, all right? So with that being said, the first thing I wanna talk about is your personal circles, all right? So this is an important thing. I think one of the most famous quotes that Jim Rohn actually said, he's a motivational speaker, he said, <clears throat> you are the average of the five people you spend the most amount of time with. And I think that is key in yeah. how you carry yourself because that right there is one of the foundations of everyday life for you and it's really something that people don't tend to take the time to look into because they're so consumed with their world right that it's like yo and you alluded to this a lot in previous podcasts so let me be aware let me take a step back how is my circle what are the things they're talking about what are the thoughts they're thinking what are the conversations and one of the one of my favorite things i heard this as a young bull to be weary of be wary of like the uncle or the grown ass cousin that always talks about back in my day. Yo. But they but he didn't do shit. And I'm mm -hmm. <laughs> all right, boy, like I hear you, but where are you getting this from? Why why are you in this mindset? So uh, you know, this is the circle right here. I bring this up to be personal. Like, we're here together, giving y'all the real on this podcast. And of course we have even deeper friends that, that stream outside of this, but it's important to know your circle and to really critique about who you have in there and mm -hmm. you know especially in 2020 because a lot of shit is crazy and chaotic it's important to really know your come from and who is in your circle so i'm gonna let y'all touch on that man because you know we 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 are unique in our own ways but also we all have our background experience so like what does that mean to you when you hear you know keep keep those five people uh in your circle and like how are they how have you experienced that personally or how have you take notice to it um mm. talk to them <laughs> yeah. let them know rip that shit uh honestly if anything, I'm very thankful for the circle that I have now. Um, only because me growing up, I used to have a lot of friends that were backstabbers. Like, I'm talking about, like, friends that if I cheated on my girl, they would be the same people right next to me if I'm cheating and be the same person to go back and tell her. You said backstabbing, it went right into cheating. Huh? Right into cheating. <laughs> right. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just want to make sure we heard you. Right? I, yeah, right. I to <laughs> because I'm just giving you all my experience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just crazy. Like, because, like. Well, you call that karma? It probably is karma. <laughs> you know, it probably is karma. But, bro, put, take a look at this. Like, if you're my I'm mans. With you, I know. Bro. You know, but if you're my mans and I see you doing some dirt, I'm not going to be the one to go tell on you. Right, it's not my business. Right, it's not your business. It's not my business. Right. But, right, but that's the shit that I've experienced oh, yeah. growing up. Right. You know, I've experienced a lot of backstabbing. You know, I've been, you know, I've been, be honest with you, people that call themselves my friends ended up jumping me, you know, growing up and what? fighting people. Oh, you got yes. flipping. Yeah, bro. Mm. It's crazy because we you know, like we said, we all have our own trials and tribulations. That you know? is true. That is true. And you know that was just one of mine's. So as I got to a certain point, I just became a loner, and I was just like, you know what? I'm just not gonna bang with a lot of people. Mm. But you know, as my life, as I started getting older and started getting wiser, my life started changing for the better because I changed the circle that I was around. Yeah. You know. Um, what made you want to change it though? I'm gonna be honest with you. It was, like, the, it, was there had to have been a moment you just didn't wake. I mean, you, you just right. woke up one day and was like, "Fuck it." Or no, no, <laughs> yeah, like, break it down, bro. Um, 
It was when I it was honestly when I met my friend Kev. Okay. Uh, when I met Kev, he was he was one of the realest niggas I ever known. Rest in peace. You know, rest in peace to Kev. You know, mm-hmm. but he was one of the realest niggas I ever known. And due to that, you know, he showed me what a real friend is supposed to be like. Mm-hmm. And then I met Tracy. You know, I've always had my friend Andre. You know, I've met a lot of people on the way, and they've always been with me, like, and just been 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 side by side with me through my trials and tribulations. So you know. Just be going going through those type of experiences and going through those type of problems. You know, I am really thankful for the circle that I have now. I mean, met Ev, you know, I met Milo, you know, a lot of my friends around me now are just we're not like minded people. We're always arguing, we're always fighting. <laughs> you know. And I and that's one thing. I hate having like minded people around me because if you have like minded people around you, that means that you have nobody around you trying to help you. You live a life of blinders on. Exactly. You got your blinders on. Yeah. Everybody you know, looking the same direction. Don't see shit exactly. Up. Because what happens, Tracy, if I'm if I'm tripping, I'll call you and be like, bro, can you tell me if I'm tripping or not? Right. <laughs> like, yeah, you, you'll tell me, yeah, bro, you tripping. You need to calm down. <laughs> and that's how it is. Like, and I like having those type of people around me just for the simple fact that they'll tell me if I'm tripping. They'll tell me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. They'll tell me where I'm right at and where I'm wrong at. And I just think having those type of people around you will honestly just they'll boost your energy as a person and they'll make you a better person. Mm. You know, so I honestly think that's when you have a personal circle around you and it's a good circle, keep that shit tight. Keep that shit tight. We not your circles, but keep that shit tight when you get to the right Right. people. You know, and always remember too, you know, like we all heard the phrase like iron sharpens iron. Mm. Um, And that's important because uh, on the flip side to that, you know, a lot of shit pile up together, you know, just stinks really bad. So you got to figure out like, <laughs> so, um, True shit. but what I mean by that, um, is, you know, you need the reality, put like this, the reality is, um, whether we know it or don't know it, um, you're always in competition with the people around you and it's friendly competition. It's Should not be. like, you know, I'm trying to be better than you, but it's like, oh, I see you grinding. So I got to grind, you know what right. I mean? But it's like, regardless of whatever your friend circle is, um, you're always consistently driving towards those same things. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, athletes hang out with other athletes. Right, Why? Right. Because they understand the grind that it takes to be successful. Yeah, and right. it's like, if you see your one homie working hard, you want to outwork him. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's somebody that you have in your circle that's pushing you in a positive direction. But on the flip side, you got a homie that's dealing drugs and he just, um, and he just cop like, you know, the latest Jordans, or he just bought the prize <coughs> whip. Now you want to go out there and do that. So now you're going to out-hustle him on the streets because you got to get a better, you know, you got to get better jewels than him. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what I think about, like, when it's, like, it's important to be aware of who you have around you yeah. because you're constantly in competition. You just want to make it good, healthy competition, striving towards um, everybody's goals that is going to make their lives ultimately better. Right. I honestly, you know, to, to piggyback off that, it's, that is definitely true because um, I believe Denzel Washington was the one to say it. But if you keep five dumb people around you, you will become the sixth. If you have a million, if you have five millionaires around you, you will become the sixth. So it's like, what lane do you want to choose? What do you want to go down the dumb lane or do you want to go down the millionaire lane? I'm going to choose millionaire every time, every time, every time, every time. time. And also, when you realize that you got people that you want to strive to be like around you, you start to realize like there's so much more that you can accomplish. You know what I mean? I got a lot of friends that I grew up with, and then I met a couple of people along the way. And um, like just to reference one person that I met, like, you know, this dude just bought a million dollar crib. You know, right. with a couple, I think like 20 acres or so, you know, a farm. Doing great. Bought Doing his really kids' good. horses. And it's like, now that I have that person as a friend, I know that that's not only just a dream, it's possible. Right. Because I got a homie that did it. Right. You know what I mean? Not a lot of people know somebody that can say that they know somebody that accomplished something mm-hmm. like that. We see it on the TV, but we rarely see things like that happen in reality. Right. But once you start um, having those types of people in your circle, you start to, A, have more conversations with them. Yeah. You start to learn how they maneuver <clears throat> and how they operate. Like, mm-hmm. how did you get to where you were at? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, So that's just the importance of, like, you know, always wanting to have, like, positive people around you. Um, because you get to see, you know, the different possibilities of what life can become. Yeah. Right. That's facts. That's exactly. facts. And actually, something else I want to pull up a quote real quick. Actually, a, a study. 
according to research by social psychologist Dr. David McLean of Harvard, the people you habitually associate with determine as much as 95% of your success or failure in life. Mm. Listen. Say that one more time? Listen. Yeah, say that again. Say <laughs> that according again. to research by social psychologist Dr. David McLean of Harvard, the people you habitually associate with Determine as much as 95% of your success or failure in life. And if you listen to that statistic based on what Press just said, it makes a lot of sense. If you're around people that are focusing on the same topics, right, over and over again, you're just going to live in that same pattern versus somebody who you network or get uh, outside of your comfort zone or expose yourself to new things, which is important. You need to get out side of your comfort zone you need to start taking risks in life you need to be seen i don't care how introverted you are i don't care how much of a hermit crab you are you do this in subtle ways whether you know it or not whether by reading a book right maybe one book by the author maybe a second book by the author next thing you know you're emailing or dming the author next thing you know maybe you're inviting uh or you're going to an author's presentation or something you're getting out there based on what you like but the important mm -hmm. basis of it is you're getting out there you're exposing yourself to new people new ideas new perspectives right new networks and that is when the new ideas the new ways of being come that press was hitting it's on. like the law of attraction it you is. know you what i mean like, let's, just, let's just call it what it is it's the law of attraction law of attraction but the thing about it is you're actually taking action though so don't like law of attraction yes but you're the key thing is you're doing the action you do you're have to take that there. action yes, when you, you put something when you start putting that out into the universe the universe is going to start bringing it back to you mm -hmm. you Look know what i mean about to do with it put it out there right. and it comes back to you like if you're somebody that walks around um always speaking through your demons you're going to find <clears throat> yourself attached to people that walk around speaking with their demons speaking that victim right, perspective. right. and mm -hmm. once you realize like oh shit i gotta i gotta switch up the way that i'm maneuvering i'm operating you're going to start to walk and you're going to start um coming in contact with people that you know did the same thing right um they started maneuvering and walking in a different way so it's right. like because people don't realize that like the people that um are I want to say goal oriented or positive thinking or just know how to uh, not I don't want to say suppress but know how to um, you know just know how to evolve right let's just say let's go with the word evolve um, people that understand how to do that are immediately turned off to people that aren't projecting that yeah. so that's the important that's what I mean by like law of attraction like you got to put out what you want to get right because if you you're only going to attract <clears throat> what you're putting out that's all yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, one of the other things that I think is important is um, the type of people that you uh, f facilitate yourself with or hang around, rather. You don't get it twisted. Like, everybody doesn't need to be in your in your same point of view, like Ego alluded to earlier. But it's, it's, it's important to have people with similar goals, as Press said. Correct. Mm -hmm. But you also want to step outside and be like, all right, I never thought of it like that. And if you tuned in to episode one and two, and we talk about having uh, different people that you follow that are maybe um, against your original point of view or a different point of view that will you know take your social media in a different way where you'll be exposed to new stuff it's the same thing in living principle right uh, and I say that to say is uh, there's a guy named Chris Hogan he he's like a money mentor he does he, he does uh, coaching on investment and he said this blurb on uh, YouTube podcast for the Patriots. he said one of the four people or the four people that you should have in your circle like friend wise is the cheerleader who's just like bullshit man you could do that i don't care whatever you're saying pick yourself up let's go let's make it happen kind of that energetic <laughs> person like looking mope i'm here with you but get your ass up let's go we need to make some shit happen you can definitely make this shit happen right <clears throat> and then you have the coach where the person's like look i'm going to give you the the guidance the mentoring the you know the the the, the to do's right like the 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 higher level thinking of yo have you thought about this asking the asking the powerful questions right leading you down that path and then you have to have the friend who's like yo bro I need you to listen to me. I need you to hear me out. I need you to be there when I can call on you. And you can use these to kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They kind keep you like, grounded? Is that what you're going for? Well, no, I was saying like use those as kind of like a like a screen or like a filter, if you will, to be like, yo, who in my circle is like that? Who in my circle is coaching-wise? Who's my circle is, you know, really a friend of somebody I can rely on? Who in my circle is somebody who's a cheerleader? And all the people that don't, fit that bill, you know, kind of scrutinize them a little bit because every relationship is like a bank account. You're either making withdrawals or you're making deposits, right? Mm, right. So keep that Woo! shit, yo. Every relationship is like a dimes. bank account. Right. Hey, I got he it from <laughs> The intellect. Yeah. You're either making withdrawals or deposits in that bank account. Every relationship is like that. Um, mm -hmm. You just think about it. Like how much value am I giving to that person? 
how much am I getting in return? Because it's equal exchange. And that is also a good filter you can put up to realize like, damn, dude, like, am I even really, am I even really getting back what I'm putting in return? And you said you had to cut some people off. Have you had, you have any experience, Prez, with cutting actual, like, people off? I know you talked about learning and gaining from new information, or new people, rather, but have you ever had a time when you'd be like, ah, this nigga ain't, this ain't it? Um, yeah. Um. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, actually. Yeah, yeah like, um, I mean, I'm not going to get into specifics, but it's just, like, you'll see, like, one thing that I've learned is when you see situations change, people start to act differently, and that's when I start to differ, uh, I start to separate myself from Yeah. Them. Like, if you're gotcha. not the same person through real shit and through good shit, then <clears throat> I don't. I, I, your your character is off. You yeah. know what I mean. You're playing two. It's like the movie Split. You're playing twenty three different people. Mm. You know what I mean because mm. you're not the same consistent person. <clears throat> so it's like I feel like everybody that I personally, because I grew up with obviously a lot of people, but as I've got as we got older, like my friend group diminished. You know insanely like ridiculously like you know because you're a part of the same friend group. <laughs> right 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 so um because me you know me yeah we go back what 10 years almost yeah, a little do. bit more than 10 years more, yeah, 2000, yeah 2008 2009 yeah right yeah. um 12 years damn near yeah. but so um but it's just like in my mind it's just like i don't again i'm not gonna get into specifics but um when situations change people start to move differently and that's what again just makes me want to just i'm gonna step back you know i respect you but i don't need to be cool with you i don't really need to give you too much access to me or too much information about me because i see what you do with it when you mm. get the chance mm. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. you also need to be careful because these type of you know friendships sometimes you know with uh it also has to be your your significant other as well sometimes interesting you got to always have you know that right significant other around you you know, you got to have somebody that's going to push you. You got to have somebody that's going to bless you. You're going to have somebody that's going to want to push you to be better. You know, you guys, you're supposed to stack money together. You're supposed to travel together. You're supposed yeah. to love together. You know, those are the type of things that you... I got a question. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you say you're supposed to stack money, you're supposed to love together. Hold on, nigga. I got questions. I got questions. Since we're talking about circles and everything, what if the people that are holding you back are family members? Interesting. What that do you do there? Glad you took it that direction. Um, you're I, honestly, my personal opinion, you're supposed to love them, honestly, but they have to want to help themselves. Um, I will be, I will, I will, um, me coming from me, this is probably hypocritical because I'm not a family person. I mean, I have my own family because I'm raising my family to be close. My right. my family that I come from, yeah. you know what I'm saying? My cousins, my brothers, we're not close at all. Mm. We'll go mm -hmm. weeks, we'll go weeks without talking to one another. Months. Yeah. You know, so we're not close at all, so okay. I'm trying to implement that onto my kids. You know what I'm saying? I want you to the be togetherness. Yeah, I need you okay. to be like gotcha. cuz you're all you got. You're yeah. all you got. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> you want to give them what you didn't have. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's all I want. All board, yeah. and, and you know, one thing that circles around, because when I realized that my friends that I had around me weren't doing nothing, they were doing the same shit I was doing. Because I remember me coming up as a teenager. I remember every day I was in the streets fighting. It was a very hard for me to go through one day oh, without getting into a rumble. I do got hands. That's another thing. I do got hands. He ain't got no hands. But, uh, <laughs> you think you can fight, motherfucker? You can't fight, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, so I just, when it comes down to that aspect, you know, I, you had to change your circle. And once again, this comes around full circle because of the simple fact that the reason that my album dropped was yeah. because of press. Mm. Because what when I'm talking about, well, let me give you. I'm a, you'll you'll understand once again. Why don't you calm down before you yeah. comment? <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, fair enough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So, like, when I first met Press, he didn't know that I rapped. Okay. You know, it pro we probably probably chilled for about like almost a year before he even knew that I actually rapped. Okay. So then he heard my songs. He, we got to the point where we were smoking a lot together, and he goes like this, bro, you always like listening to your music when you're high, because like, it's some hot shit. Right. And then he right. told me, then he was like, why don't you just drop an album? And I was just like, I don't know, bro. I was just like, I'm out of that stage now. I don't know if I want to keep on doing He was like, bro, drop an album. Like, you need to put something together. So I started putting something together because of the simple fact that he pushed me to be better mm -hmm. than what I already was. I don't know he, what the fuck this nigga talking about. You didn't, do, you didn't say that stuff? I mean... 
Psych, I'm fucked. Okay, up. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just being but, modest, that's but, all. Right. Shit. But that's what I'm talking about. He pushed me to be better at what I was doing. Yeah. He pu- he pushed me to be the ultimate person that I am now. Good shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, you know, honestly, true. yeah, that's because, true. yeah, because, you know, it's honestly because... I know that I can call him. I know I have a lot of other friends yeah. that I can Goes call right now. Goes right not disturbed, though. I'll call right. back. Right, exactly. He does. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just good that you know, always know that you have that friend that'll tell you yeah. you tripping or tell you that you can do it. Yeah. You know, you don't, if, if you have somebody in your life telling you you can't do it, yeah. get, get away from them. I don't care if that person's your family member. I don't care if that person's your dad. Get away from them. You can have, like me, I have distance relationships with my parents. They're very, it's a very distant, but I'll call them once a week. I love you. How you doing? I'll text you what you're doing, how you are. You're like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's whatever. But at the end of the day, if you have anybody in your life that's pushing you the opposite direction that you want to go in, you got to... Right. <laughs> listen, listen, it Fuck really em. be like that because it's important that you, you got to know that just because they're your family... <laughs> And one of the, I think one of the, the most interesting things for me that I've learned this year through different processes that I've been a part of is family. <clears throat> family is given to you. You're born into family, but your yeah. friends, Other you people. choose those motherfuckers. Yes, you, you can choose your friends. Choose them. You can't choose your family. You can't choose your family. You're born into your family. You got that DNA. You got that blood. Those your mom. That's your dad. Those your cousins. It is what it is. But the people that you associate yourself with, the ones you call your friends, that is your choice. That's your that is your choice. choice. That is your, your choice, choice is powerful. That's one of the most powerful things on earth. Is your choice. And the most important thing, though, when it comes to making those choices, figure out what influences them: your past or where you want to go. Interesting. Right. Interesting. Right. That's, like that's a good point. Like for instance, once again, people that push you to be better. Yeah. Who was my first my first time going out of the country? With y'all. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like like you know what I'm saying? Like that's what I'm talking about. Friends that push you to travel. Yeah. My first yeah. time on a airplane was to Vegas with this man. Nice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nice. He took he, like, bro, you gotta travel. You gotta yeah. travel. I'm like, I gotta do it. I know I gotta got do it. You know but what? then I st- but now that like he was like uh last year when I went to Dallas when I went to Dallas, Texas, he was like, Oh snap, you finally gonna go see a Let's game. Go. I was like, Yes, I'm about to go see a game, bro. You gotta see a team. Yeah. I know we had that conversation. We had that conversation. Like, you gotta see a team, but bro. That's exactly what you're talking like you about. It's somebody that's pushing you to do what you are to put to do more than what you're already doing. Yep. And I, I really fucked with that because of the simple fact I am I am a product of my environment. That's I've it, lived man. that. I have seen the other side and it is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and it is fucked up. But when you come to the other side and you realize that you can have better people around you, yep. that's where I want to be. And it's kind of crazy because at the end of the day the I'm we're we're not that I mean like I'm I am older than you guys but at the end of the day like I was raised a little bit different and the people that I was raised around they didn't have the mindset that some people I have now have that I know now have Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's just a crazy thing is because like I don't understand why everybody doesn't have that type of mindset yeah that's the crazy part yeah like you really meet people struggle with that shit every day right you really meet people that are just not that's not in their heads you know that's not in their minds they don't want to become better than what they are they they want to stay how they are they want to just think that they're right when they're wrong they want to be the type of person they want to be ignorant they want to be stubborn aren't you tired of being in your own way Listen, and it's, it's funny that it's, you say that. Like, isn't it, isn't it tiring? <laughs> and, like, yet, <laughs> and yet they don't move. They don't move. Yeah. They don't move. It's complacency is is a dangerous thing, man. Complacency yeah. is a dangerous thing. And of course, people like we had said it earlier. I love this. It's like people would rather be right than be happy. Right. Right. And they'd rather be complacent than to challenge themselves because it's a beautiful little bubble that people know also well. It's called that comfort zone. All right, and it's beautiful. Nothing grows there. That's the problem. It's like an arid desert, right? It's not like a, a rainforest with orchids and shit, all right? But it's what you know so well. It's what you know so well, so it's what you're accustomed to. And again, that stems into being aware, checking mm-hmm. yourself, putting yourself up against filters, being skeptical of the things you've done in the past. How can I get to where I want to go? New goals, like really checking in with yourself. Whether it's family, friends, you know, you have the power to make this decision. And it's important because it's like... It's going to dictate a lot of your future. You're going to change the trajectory of your path. Like, you could be right here, but you could easily change it to go higher. But it's up to you. Right. Uh, and, you know, whether it's family or friends, like, sometimes you got to cut mofos off. I mean, I got that experience as well. Like, I just can't. First off, I've been at the crib in Norristown since 
2019. That's been the longest I've been home since high school. This shit ain't it. <laughs> this shit ain't it, town. I love you, it. but it ain't it, Grandma. I love you. It's where I'm at right now. You gonna get the real? Stay with Grandma. I love her. You know what I'm saying? That's my rock. But that ain't it. You know what I'm saying? She called me. She need me. She called me. You know what I'm saying anything she need. But at the end of the day, my environment is not conducive to where I want to be and where I want to grow and the people I'm around. So I get to maneuver into a place that's gonna fulfill me and feed me mm-hmm. into where I say I want to go and then. <clears throat> like-minded people I bring them in a circle you know start and I love this man because I have these conversations with all my homies about businesses money um adventuring traveling like you know risk taking I'm a big ass risk taker like if you never met me you if you know me you know me I'm like dog let's go we're gonna bungee jump like where <laughs> look this drone right here we can make right one right now like let's go <laughs> skydiving I'm all for that crazy shit like I'm a little bit you know I mean I'm out of there but risk taking is important Saying all that just to say, like, man, take a check in with yourself and haven't reached that angel yet. Just be real. You might be one of the people that ain't doing that good as a friend. I'm not skydiving. I'm not skydiving. We all skydiving. I'm not skydiving. I'm not skydiving. I'm skydiving. We out here. Okay. He ready? No bitch. Listen, I'll be a bitch on the ground. You be a bitch in the air. Bro, you already on the plane. You be right next to me, bro. Oh wow. I'll get. I'll get you. I'll get. I'll get the camera angles. It's the most logical thing. You've been on a plane X amount of times. But jumping out of the plane is something completely different. What? <laughs> Being in a plane and jumping out of a plane is completely different. This is what we jumping yeah, out of it. The cheerleader. I right want to let you know Bullshit, something. You can do that. Shit. I want to let you know something. You have a way better chance of surviving jumping out of a plane with a parachute attached to you mm. than the plane crashing. Yeah. With you okay, on. now if we're talking about a plane crashing, then you got no choice. But, oh, you know oh, what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but if I have a choice, we were just talking about choices. <laughs> that is true. That's true. <laughs> I'm not choosing to jump out of the plane. <laughs> We're just putting it out there in your subconscious. So we're right. Some All right. You right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But jump no, out the man. damn plane. Right jump out the, no. <laughs> but at the end of the day, man, sometimes you got to look in the mirror and question, you know, what what am I, again, contributing to the relationship? Because sometimes we have all said it. I've alluded to it. I, I haven't always been the best friend. And I've learned through the process, like, yo, how can I be better? Because I want to be that best friend. I want to be that person that can add value and add value and add value. Somebody that I can rely on. And I and don't get it twisted. I actually play the cheerleader role, the mentor coach role, and the friend role for many different people in my circle. So you get to be those different people, right? Um, and that just adds to the you know the personality and the skill development that you get to get, um, which is important. And we're going to segue into this topic, and it's very closely related. It's how do you know if you're doing well if you're so clouded in your own mind, you know, in your own way? One of the biggest things that supported me. And it's actually not what a lot of like uh, people like to hear. It's feedback. Like, yo, bro, I'm gonna keep it real with you. When you did X, Y, and Z, that wasn't like you. I felt some type of way. I feel like you did it out of spite. Boom, feedback, right? Now, I wanna preface, the important thing is feedback is neutral, as best it can be. But most of the time, that shit is heated. Right. Like, emotionally riled up. Like, no, nah, boy, you say you was gonna do X, Y, and Z in me. Fuck out here, bro. <clears throat> like, throw these hands type, joint. <laughs> or you know what I mean women I ain't going to personally a woman but you know what I'm saying it's just it's really emotionally charged with the importance of it and I want to make this known the importance of feedback and why I say it is to let you know if you're on the right path to go where you say you want to go and be who you say you want to be and it's important because it's not just you you have relationships with people and you got to know if how you're showing up is congruent with how they're seeing you as a person and if your actions are in line with that shit alright that's why feedback is important and we have a chat that we're all in. Yeah, yeah. And things happen and say and are said in the chat. And <laughs> it gets heated in there sometimes. It gets heated. I mean, it's the bros. <laughs> it's the bros. It's the bros. You mean the LeBro, the LeBro, you I'm saying. But um, yeah. So feedback. So niggas be leaving. <laughs> <laughs> niggas be leaving. And they're like, yo, why you leave the chat? I'm done with y'all. Yo. <laughs> fucking done with y'all. Don't add me in this chat no more. <laughs> Be back 24 hours Right, be back 24 hours. I'm adding you back in there, bro. But nah, so, uh, you know, the important thing I'm trying to harp on is, like, where have you noticed that sometimes you had to, you know, either give feedback to somebody that maybe you were a little bit like, damn, like, this shit might really, this shit might really hurt this nigga, you know, or like, this is a little uncomfortable for me. Maybe I'm typically a person that sugarcoats stuff or, or, you know, 
beats around the bush and you know if it is you just checking with yourself we said this like we're gonna get personal we're being real with you um i'm the type of bull that back in the day i used to circle a lot of things like you know you could have kind of maybe did this a little bit better versus like dude that shit was ass man and you know you could do better than that but i sugarcoated shit and it didn't serve that person so have you noticed either giving or receiving feedback that you've either been one type of the way or another or have you been can you recall a time when you were like yo i gave feedback and I received, or I received feedback, and I was like, damn, that made me feel some type of way. Plenty of oh. times. You can go first if you like. Big ones. Um, Where you, like, caught yourself, like, oh, shit. Oh, all the time, man, because that's just, that's life, and that's just, you know, that's how you grow. You learn from situations that you've been a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what I take from what you just broke down, um, I look at it like this. Uh, feedback is always important. Um and I feel like your inner voice can decide your your inner voice when you're having a logical conversation with yourself, mm-hmm. not an emotional one. You gotta get past the emotional stage. Mm-hmm. But once you have a logical conversation with yourself, um, your inner voice is gonna tell you what was right and what was wrong. You know what I mean? All feedback is not good feedback, but all feedback is not bad feedback. It's feedback. So right, neutral. you yeah, you gotta figure out what is uh legitimate and what um is illegitimate. Yeah. Um, like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have that conversation with yourself, and it's when you're calm, it's when you're um, relaxed. It's probably after a good session of meditating. You know mm. what I mean? When you're like, all right, this is where <clears throat> I messed up. This is where I could have did better. Um, and I look at it like, um, I know who I am as a person, sure. and my friend group. Um, I don't. I'm the type of person where I don't want to bite my tongue around people. So I then put the choice in your corner. I'm going to be me regardless. It's your decision if you want to continue to be around me. Because I know I'm a good person. I know I'm a genuine person. I know I'm a a fierce person. Um, I know sometimes I can curve my words a certain way. Um, But the core of me um, is always in the best interest of someone, right? And people that are close to me um, understand that about me. So when I'm giving feedback, whether I'm right or wrong, um, I feel like they 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 know what to decipher what's true and what's not when it's coming from me. Coming from you, um, genuine, right? Oh, and right. then and then on the flip side, that's how I interpret feedback from them okay. because I think I had that general <clears throat> understanding about the closest people around me, like mm-hmm. right, wrong, or indifferent, whatever we're discussing yeah. that 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 exists right now in the moment. But I'm not going to let what they're telling me. Um, exceed the fact that i know this person to be truthful and genuine and everything that they say so right. then it's just it's up to me to decipher what's it like what was legitimate and what that person said right so whenever things get heated you know you know that's emotion you got to know how to look past that and then you got to think about it well they were right about this and that's just with all the people that you care about in your life you got to be able to do that yeah that's humility you yeah. know you get to be yeah. humble about that uh and you know kind of a good i just want to give a little tip right so kind of to be aware of this because most of the time when people give you feedback it's just human nature you take it personally just like yo you're attacking me versus you're trying to support me in something right that's important right you got to know the difference and one of the one of the key you know uh awareness points that you can have is how emotionally riled up am i about this while i'm getting this feedback right right is it just hitting me and like running down like water, like all right, okay, okay, man. or is it like darts that are getting in my my heart? And I'm like, oh, right. nigga, you you hate <clears throat> me, like you want, you know, man, you don't want my best interest. <laughs> you know, you gotta you gotta take note of that for yourself. Like, yo, how am I responding to this? Because one, <clears throat> if it's hitting you like darts, there may be something there for you. There may be something there for you. But if it's running off like water, like if I go to ego, you hill, uh, you hill, Billy, you know. No kid having, like, right. bro, that doesn't even apply to me. Like, right. running off like water, right. you know? But if I were to say some crazy off-the-wall shit, that applies to him. Yeah, we're all we're, we're emotional creatures, man. Emotions happen. We're not saying to, you know, be ignoring of them. Right. But you got to know as a tip, like, all right, how emotionally riled up I am right now when I'm getting this. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's probably good for the other person giving that to not be fucking emotionally riled up either, you know? Uh, and... You know, we like referencing books. Don Miguel reads The Four Agreements. One of the agreements is... Yes. Don't take anything personal. People mm. speak from their perspective. Perspective. Yes. Yo, 
Go ahead, because I got a crazy analogy <laughs> no, for that, but so, I'm going to let you go. Well, Wait. no, because I was going to speak on analogy on that because you brought Please, it up. Please, because that shit is crazy. <laughs> yo, the crazy, <laughs> like, what made that, uh, what put that in perspective, yo, um, you said the fourth agreement, I read the fifth, fifth agreement. Fifth agreement. Mm-hmm. So either, both are the same, either pick fine. one, read both, yes. you know what I'm saying? You might as well read um, But uh, when it came down to don't think, uh, don't take things personally, yep. it was wild because he said, imagine you walk, dude was like, imagine you walk into a movie, I mean, imagine you walk into a mall and sure. every store is like a movie theater, right. right? And then on top of the movie theater, um, the title of the movie is that person you know. Yep. So it's your mom, it's your sister, it's your dad, it's your girlfriend, your brother, etc. Right, right, right. right. Um, and then you walk into that movie theater, and the only person that is watching that movie is the person that the movie is about. Mm-hmm. So your mom is watching your mom's movie. Yep. Your dad is watching your dad's movie. Mm-hmm. And the part that fucked me up the most was when he was like, when you were watching your mom's movie, you know, your dad was the villain. But mm-hmm. when you walked into your movie, the dad, your dad was your hero. Ah. So it's like everybody plays a different role from everybody else's perspective. Yeah. So once you have that understanding, you don't take anything personally because they're only speaking from their point of view and their own exactly. understanding. And one layer <clears throat> deeper, and I loved it because yo, that that shit analogy is crazy. It's in the fifth agreement, by the way. Yeah. While you're looking at that other person's movie, so if in your if you're in your mom's movie theater and your mom is sitting there zombified, you know, consumed with what she's watching. You also look different in her movie and in everybody else's movie than yep. what you think you are. Yep. That shit is fucking crazy. Go. No, man. So, Read that damn book. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so um, one other book that I read uh, a while ago is called Love and Respect. Okay. Um, and it talks a lot about communication okay. uh, due to relationships with friendships and all that. But um, when you talk, it, go, it goes on the base of like if you talk to a woman yeah. and you're trying to communicate with a female. You have to come from a place of love so mm. she can understand it. Okay. Because that's what women like. That's what women want. That's what mm. women, you know, fiend for. Mm. When you talk to a man, you have to talk to him with respect. Mm. That's why the book is called Love and Respect. Because right. when you talk to a man, men don't, men, we, we want love, but we rather have respect before right. you love us. Right. Right. You see what I'm saying? So a lot of things come down to the point of communication. Um, one thing that I struggled with was feedback when I was younger because I used to say a lot of things in a, in a negative way. Mm. The shit I was saying was real, but the fact that the way I'm saying it yeah. comes from a hurtful place right. is going to have the negative impact and they're mm. not going to listen to you. So now, one thing that I don't do is I don't have serious conversations over text message. No! Because of, Say that again, <laughs> I do not have serious conversations over text messages because of the thing is, Everybody always assumes your state of mind when you say something over a text. Mm-hmm. You can say the sweetest thing and you're trying to be like the sweetest person, mm-hmm. but they're going to read that mm-hmm. as to a negative in a negative way <laughs> mm-hmm. and they're going to respond back to you and <laughs> yep. say something negative and you be like, yep. "Where did this come from?" Yeah, that's too I wasn't that being again. negative with you. I was yeah. I, I'm honestly trying to help you. Well, you put a period on the end of the sentence. You, you don't really do that. Right. You don't really do that. <laughs> like, obviously something's wrong. With right. You. So and it all comes I'm down to K. <laughs> I'm not like I'm just being direct. Like, you don't have these kind of you don't have these kind of conversations over text message because right. text messages really throw it off. And I know some people be like, "Well, I'm trying to connect with you. I get it." But I, me, I use text for you know me. Every y'all know me. I use text for saying something funny yeah. to sending something funny. Like, or if I'm asking you a question, I'll get it out real quick. We'll we'll communicate, like, if we're hooking up it's for dinner. It's straight to the point. If you want to have a serious conversation, that's something you can FaceTime for. Right. That's what FaceTime's for. Yeah. You know, you can go hang out with that person, meet up with me for lunch, so we can have this conversation. I'm going to pull up on you. I'm going to pull up on you. Listen. You know, because <clears> I believe, yeah, I believe that those conversations need to be had a little bit more yeah. because of the simple fact that a lot of, a lot of mis like a lot of people a lot of people misinterpret oh, a yeah, lot of things true. going through text messages. Everybody assumes your tone and doesn't exactly. really know and it. It doesn't really know it. No, it's, it's and that's hard. and that's a negative thing because I know that helps a lot when it comes down to a fact of I mean that doesn't help a lot when it comes like in the form of like relationships. Right, right. Men and women. Right, 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 right. They always are like I know me, like, huh. I can't tell you how many times my my texts were taken out of context. Woo! It's it's crazy <laughs> how a, it's crazy how a text 
is taken out of context. Okay. You see what I'm saying? And you see what I'm saying? So I just, I don't go down that route, you know, but now like when I'm trying, when I'm talking to somebody, it's Tracy will actually call me sometimes be like, Eric, how can I say this to this person? Because I want to cuss them out. Requesting feedback. I want to cuss them out. And I'll be like, all right, bro, I see what you're saying. Because, you know, he, he knows me. I'm always high. So I'm. <laughs> <laughs> so if I'm like, and if you know me as a person, if I'm high, I'm in the right state of mind. If you oh, catch me man. while I'm sober, I'm going to be like, man, fuck that bitch, man. Like, cursing the fuck out, I'll type it for you. I'll type it for you. What me say it? But me, on the other hand, if you catch me while I'm high, I'm very, I'm very level-minded. Cool, good. So therefore, I'm like, all right, bro, why don't you just say it to her like this? Okay. Have it that way, and you know, you you just got to be the nicest and the calmest way to go to go about it. Yeah. Right. You know, so I just, I honestly be- believe that when it when it comes down to those to, to feedback, yeah. you got to also know how to how to how to deliver it. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm gonna just keep it real. Like majority of this posts and ways of being that I see are females that are a little more, I'm going to say it, ghetto. I don't care. Oh, Y'all can comment, oh, whatever. Whoa. But, and I mean, if it applies to you again, I mean, like where darts, you going? I'm listening. My eyes are like darts in hand or if it rolls like water, you know what I mean? Um, it's like, I don't give a fuck about that bitch, you know what I mean? I, I'm going to say it like how I say it. Like, I don't care what you mean. I'm going right. to do me. I'm going to say what I say. I'm going to care how she feels. Like, fuck that bitch. You got to remember that at the end of the day, you're responsible for part of the message you're delivering just as much as they're part of the, they're responsible for their, what they're receiving. Right. It's not a one-sided game here. Again, like, it's if not. I'm going to say, like, look, I'm going to tell you this, and that's why we talked about being emotionally neutral when you're delivering your feedback. It's, you're you're responsible for this shit. Like, just because, oh, I'm going to say it, and I said the words, bro, you, you're missing, like, 90% of the rest of it. Your body language, your way of being, right? Your tonality, how you're inflecting shit. Like, you can be like, you're a bitch. Right. Or you can be like, you're a bitch. Completely <clears throat> different feeling at the end of that, Joel. Why are you being a bitch right now? Why? I don't want to call you that, but that, that, if this is what the definition of, this is what it looks like. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I'm not calling you that. I'm just saying you're doing a good job acting right now. Exactly. Right. And again, it's like, yo, one of the other things, it's important. I'm, we're just, I'm dropping down. Listen, I'm just trying to help you support y'all. Another thing is there. when you talk to them, instead of saying you are like, yo, you're a bitch. Or like, you know, you know, you're you're such a pussy, or X, Y, and Z, or yo, you're you're such a negative influence. Be like, my experience of you right now is X, Y, and Z, or yo, you're showing up like you a bitch, man. You're showing up. It seems like, it looks like, not you are, right? So you kind of take it like, yo, I'm not saying that your your entity is a bitch, but you showing up like one. Right, mm, right. You got some right? Make your words impeccable. Yo, and be impeccable there with you your words. Impeccable with your words. Be impeccable with your words. Ooh, that's listen. the one I struggle with the most. <laughs> listen, because look, we all do. Yo, your word we is your, your word is your bond. Your word shapes your reality around you. At least you know it, though. Because yeah. you say it, it's back. It's reflected back into you. Read the book. Read the damn book. This shit is Hold gold. It right as a whole, gold. Um, but yeah, you know, feedback. <clears throat> feedback is 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 that shit, man. At the end of the day. Um, Definitely when it, is. When it, when it comes down to it, you better have people in your circle that care, care enough about you right. to put their shit aside to say, mm. yo, whatever, I'm going to make sure this dude is doing right. Because uh, I would want people to check me. Yeah, some yo. people call it checking, some people call it feedback. I want somebody to check me like, yo, F, you ain't been making videos on your Instagram like you used to back in the day. Like, Damn, you right. Yo, Ev, you ain't losing weight as fast as you say you was going to lose weight. Like, yo, you ain't eating right. Damn, you right. Checking me. But I know this because I like press it. I, I hold them to a high regard, and I know mm-hmm. when they stand with me. So you know, right. again, you know, if it if it landed, we're trying to give you the good stuff. We're trying to inform you. We're trying to entertain you, and at the most, we're trying to inspire you to do something about your life. So it's Thanks. not just you know, we're not just spilling shit at you. Yeah. We're having these conversations so that you can take something away from here, test yourself. You know, put yourself up to the you know how how can I change or how can I improve? Because man, we all in this together at the end. Yeah, and, and we are to be the best version of yourself. So. And understand that my closing statement on this subject is uh, always just make sure you have the. Once again, this goes back to full circle because you've got to have the right people around you. Mm-hmm. And you know, some people that you do hang out with, you'll be able to say it however you want to say it, and they'll understand you mm-hmm. because they understand you because they've been around you for so long. But understand that being a person and being as a person as you're trying to just better yourself all together, all around. So when you have a problem, recognize it, deal with it. When you list problems, also come up with solutions. 
Mm-hmm. Don't just list all your problems one after one. Please be solution oriented. Yeah, have a solution behind it. You know what I'm saying? Because anybody can list all. I can list all my problems to you right now, but that's not going to do anything. You need to go around people that when you list your problems, they're going to be like, all right. So what's your solution? Mm. What's your solution to that? Like, do you need help from me? What, what can we do to make this situation better? We do. You know exactly. Fire. We do. What can we do so we can make your situation better? Because I'm always all here for it. I'm always off here. Like if like once again, you can always reach out to us. You know, we you got our handles, you got our Twitter handles, you got our Instagram yeah. handles. You can always reach out to us. You yep. can always give us feedback. You know what I'm saying? Like let us know. Give us topics. Ask us questions. We don't mind spitting that knowledge in because you might have something that you know that we don't. Yeah. So it's it goes, it goes all around. Ways. It goes both ways. We so want it. We, we want, want it. it. We're gonna do that. We're gonna show that by getting guests on here pretty exactly. soon. You know, if we got we're in a, we're in cahoots already. We got something brewing up, making sure y'all get all the real from all these perspectives. Right. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That's what y'all came here for. <clears throat> um so this last little segment, I just want to take the time to just again reiterate you know, if you've been with us, with us for the last 45 minutes, big shout out to you. Stick around um, because this one is, is going to probably be the most personal and it's going to hit the home the most for a lot of people in recent news. Uh, so just a disclaimer, if you have, you know, any triggers or anything that you may be, uh, you know, weary of when it comes to really getting personal in some childhood things, you know, we're just giving you a heads up right now. You may need to brace yourself before you watch or listen to the rest of this. But again, we're just trying to give you the real from an informing perspective. Uh, so one of the things that we want to talk about in the last segment is about abuse, right? And especially in childhood abuse. Being around these last couple months, wherever you are in the world, like some issues have came up, some news have popped up where some some pretty sickening things have happened um, in regards to just children around the world, and especially children in our community or, you know, and child in our community. So it's, it's, it's really important to be aware of you know, our role again in, in, in children's lives and who we are as people and to just be able to talk about this. Cause like if you bury shit, only thing that happens, it just, it just get bigger and bigger and you'll just, you'll, you'll blow up. Right. It looks, it'll come out in different ways. So I know personally, I have, you know, some childhood things that I've been like, yo, I, and I've reconciled, I've reconciled this, you know, back in the day I used to live with my mom and my stepfather because uh, my dad passed away when I was seven. And man, listen, that house, I kid you not, bro, we used to be throwing hands every day. My mm-hmm. nigga, I'm talking about me and my mom. I'm like six or something. I'm young. Oh. You know, look, my, look, she beat, listen, she used to whip my ass. And I know every <coughs> nigga at this table knows the same thing I'm talking about. But it was it was just a bad environment. You know, it was a bad environment, you know, all the way up to like I left to lead to go to high school and live with my grandma, right? A lot of abuse, a lot of drugs. Like I would argue with step pop all the time. Like, you know, we would throw hands, cops get caught every day. It was just a very negative space. And you know, shit is real though. And to hide that is is it's not it's not supportive. You need to bring that shit out. You need to speak on that. Either get a therapist, um, you know, relationship uh, um therapist with a psychologist right psychiatrist whatever wherever you're at in your in your journey to recover <clears throat> it's important that you don't hide these things because these are real and you're, one thing is you know you're not alone i used to go through that shit. I was on different medications here and there ran away uh you know got into drugs like everything did i just get away from that environment because i didn't know how to cope with it i didn't know how to process it because nobody guided me until later in life when i was like look i get to be vulnerable about this shit. i get to come out but I say that to say, you know, I just want to take that time to be open <clears> with you guys. Like, I'm not perfect. Shit in my life was ass back in the day. And I'm sure I didn't have it the worst either. But I just want to make sure that y'all realize that we're coming from a space of vulnerability. And child abuse is a real thing. And abuse in all forms is a real thing. So, you know, if either one of y'all want to pop in on that, man, and share some, share some stories or how, you know, back in the day of things that maybe have happened to you that you can say <clears> that you've worked to, to, to get through and get past and some of the resources oh. that have supported you. Because you know, this is a real thing, man. This shit is you want to go first? Uh, sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, it's the reason I just said I seem so you know dumbstruck right now is because it just hits home, you know. Because like you said, growing up, it was rough for me, man. Like, and it was crazy because it was me and my brother, you know, at a certain time. But because uh, when it comes down to certain things, um, my mom was bipolar, mm. but she never got diagnosed for it. So she was honestly going through a lot internally and mentally. Um, 
understand this, not to put anybody's business out there, but this is my life, so I'm going to spit it. Understand that my mom had five boys, and I was the only one she raised. You know, my other brother, he went with his dad. My other brother, uh, he got, I had, she, I had two brothers that got adopted. Um, I had one brother that was just in the system for all of his life. And, you know, I'm not going to tell the story behind that. But at the end of the day, my mom had five boys and only raised one, which was me. Now, some, I will say that is a blessing that I got to be with my mom. It is. You know, I did get to be raised by my mom, but sometimes there's a flip side. And I know I went through a lot of things with my mom. And my, my, my childhood, you know, it was very abusive. Um just getting hands put on me, you know, <laughs> chairs thrown at me. You know, my mom used to grab anything that she could and just try to hit you with it. I didn't care if it was, she didn't care if it was keys. Mm. Um, <laughs> used to just try, like, but these are the things that happen to you as a child that you can't implement on your kids as you have them. Because I couldn't, as, I mean, I may yell at my kids sometimes, but I could never see myself physically trying to hurt them. Mm. I, I can't see that. Um just because, like, I realized what that did to me as a child, yeah. I just want my kids to know one thing, that they are loved. Mm. Because me growing up, I didn't feel loved mm. at all. Mm. My mm. dad, I didn't speak to my dad. My mom just was always yelling at me. And, you know, you talking about from a kid that when I got to a certain age and my mom realized that I had friends and I could spend the night out, no disrespect to my mom, but she would kick me out for some dick. Like, just so she can have her man mm. come over. Mm. Okay. You know, so it's like, and like, and some one time I didn't have nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. I had to sleep in the car. It was fucked up. <laughs> but growing up like that, you don't feel loved, and that's why some kids grow up and act they way they act the way that they act when they're mm-hmm. adults, because they don't see that their life can change. Which is why I say the circle I keep around me now, right. I feel love. I I can honestly say that when I go through anything. Mm-hmm. I'm not alone in it anymore. And you got to understand that, you know, you feel alone when you're young, but that shit will change as long as you choose to. So, yeah, man, that, that, that area for me, it just hits home because one thing, once again, that I just want my kids to know is that they're loved and I will, I will never abuse them in any type of way. They will be fine. They Mm -hmm. will always be good. Always. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I will never let my children reach poverty. Good We appreciate you being vulnerable, man. Yeah. It's, it's an important thing, especially coming from a man. Yeah. I think that's the other thing that needs to, you know, just get harps on because it's not big and it's not typical. Being it's coming more to the light, but um, right. you know, and mm-hmm. also because it was done to you doesn't mean you necessarily have to do it to somebody else. Right. But it is your responsibility to be aware of if you are reacting those same patterns right. that you've been uh, implemented. Because it's, it's it's really like it's a legacy. If you think about it, it's not it's not supportive legacy. It's a hindrance. Right. But you got to be like, yo, am I acting just like how I was saying I never was going to act? And right. here I am doing the same thing they did to me. So it's important that, that I, you know, it's a cycle. And, f- and for the viewers to know, cycle. for the viewers to know, me and my mom are cool now. We got we got we got over that hump. We talked about it. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. just because you go through those problems doesn't mean you can't forgive the people that do them to you. Forgiveness is huge. You know, if you get forgiveness is very huge, and it's a big mm-hmm. part, and it's a big step, and a big part of the process. Yeah. You got to be able to take those steps, though. So understand that when you go through it, it's going to seem hard. You're going to go through a lot of emotions. It's going to be like, I don't know if I can do this. You're going to second guess yourself. You're going to want to step back from the situation. You're going to look at it and you're going to be like, no, fuck this. I'm just not doing it. But you got to understand that's just emotions. You're just going through the motions and you just got to keep on pushing through. See, before I speak, I want to ask this question. Because I think it's important to understand uh, the importance of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So I just want to throw this question out there to see how you two are going to respond to it. Yep. Um, at what point is something so unspeakable that forgiveness isn't deserving or should you always forgive regardless of That's a tough situation. question. So my response to that is it's never about the other person. It's always about you. Forgiveness isn't for them. It's for you. So can you explain can that? You That's what that I want to explain. Yeah. I was going to I say want this. that explained, though. Don't just say I want it explained. Oh. Like, what's the science behind it? <laughs> I want it explained. 
Listen, so think about it. Your you want me question, to go for you? Or you, you want to go? Oh, I'm about to rip this shit. I mean, if you don't mean to laugh, but... Uh, right. No, because it's, it's, it's real. And I think that that's like a misnomer. Like, yo, I got to forgive this person, you know, so it's squashed. No, the forgiveness comes from... It's for you. It's to serve you the benefit. At the end of the day, what they did is what they did. Was Are some things heinous and, like, unspeakable and, like, yo, you can't really find a, a silver lining in that? Maybe. And, and mo most likely, if it happens to you, it's very personal. But it's for you to be able to be okay, feel grounded, feel loved in your own skin. The forgiveness comes from forgiving yourself for however you felt, forgiving yourself for whatever shame and guilt you placed on yourself because of whatever shit you conjured up about who you were as a person because that happened to you and anything that continues to fester in you about people that either look like them, act like them, or and mannerisms like that, or maybe that person specifically. But at the end of the day, because you got to think that person, you could that person could die, right? Get away from the say it was you know say say you got molested. That person could die, and the forgiveness now has nothing to do with them. They're not here any longer. So at the end of the day, what that means is it was really always about you. Right, so if you want to go further into that or expand on that, you can. No, but, you you hit it right there on the nose. Tracy, man. I don't know what, what if if you, yeah. you want some you want some more. I mean, we, you do forgive well, for yourself. Um, That's who you forgive for. No, I just wanted that spoke. I I just wanted that said so that um, our audience can hear it. Mm -hmm. um, That's what it is, man. Yeah. That's my belief. Like forgiveness is never about the other person because if they're not right. there, you know, then <clears throat> how it's like how am I going to be living my life? Where I get to choose this? Because think about it. It's usually a couple of things. Like, I'm angry. Say, like, if you got, we'll use that, like, uh, molested, you know, because I, I know people personally who have been molested. You know, it's usually, you know, somebody who, one, they either trusted in this specific scenario. So maybe somebody you trusted, like, you felt backstabbed. You're guilty now. Maybe you think you're less than. Maybe you're thinking, like, you're ostracized or you can never be, you know, the best version of yourself because of the incident that happened. It's not necessarily because of the person. Or the thing, it's what you created in yourself based on that. So if you peel back layers like an onion and you look at it, it's like, yo, what stories am I making up about me based on something that happened? So what the stories are is a reaction to the thing. The thing itself happened. And I know it's hard and we're humans and shit happens, but there's people that have gotten over these things and can speak about them. We talked about being able to bring things to the light and they've done it because they've been at peace with themselves. Which then, if you decide to say, you know what, dude, I forgive you. It's because you are at peace with yourself, first so, and foremost. Yeah. No, so I'll, I'll, I just want to speak on it now. Yeah, I can't just speak on it. I want to speak on it. Go, 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 go. <laughs> no, so, um, while I was listening to both of you talk, mm -hmm. and like I was saying, I'm taking everything in. Um, the one thing that, was, there's just one word, um, and I'm going to break it down, but... The issue with it is, it's, I mean, child abuse is a, a very complex issue. Absolutely. And mm -hmm. it's a very, and it's like an unspoken reality. Um, I'm going to speak from the black community because I am black, but I think, I, I know it's definitely prevalent uh, within the black community. Um, I would assume it's pre prevalent as well, um, like within any other community. Um and not enough, not enough people speak about it because it's things that have, have happened and we just keep them secrets to ourselves. Yep. Um, and I'm gonna just put it out there because I'm gonna explain like how I've grown from it. Sure. But um, I decided to speak on it when you started to allude to it that you said that you've known people that were personally molested, but I was one of those people, mm. right? Yeah. And it wasn't at like a very young age where I don't remember. Yep. It was like, I'm, I'm talking like between seven to 11 years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was done by um, not an immediate family member, but a family member. Mm. So um, where I got to at and where I'm at, um, um, and it's crazy that you speak on the whole peace aspect of it, because I'm somebody who had to get to that point, right? And I'm still somebody that's, um, just to put it, be honest, I'm still somebody that's trying to get to that point. Yeah. Because when you have something like that happen to you to the point where you remember it, um, the first thing that it messes with that, that um that the the first thing that um the, the first major effect that it has on your life yeah. is that you don't have the ability to truly trust anyone mm -hmm. right because somebody who you're supposed that should have been 
you know, trusted by blood, yeah. you know, took advantage of you, right? right? Um, and then you don't know how to, and you don't know what's happening to you, so you don't even have the words to explain it to somebody, right? That, that's how young, but you remember, you know something's happening to you, but you don't even know the words to say that yeah. somebody's doing this to you. Okay. Like, this is a reality of, like, a child, I mean, a period of my childhood. Mm -hmm. um, and I never truly spoken about it with anyone. Like, before I'm saying it right now, well, probably about four people knew, yeah. right? But the path that I went on, it's like, you have to... I had to learn that, like, um, and you ha and it speaks like to put the whole conversation into like fold. It's like I had to, I had to start analyzing all of the friendships that I had and how like, you know, when I'm having conversations with people, like they're telling me about them, but I'm afraid to tell them about myself mm -hmm. because I never was able to be comfortable to speak about the things that I've been <clears> through, <throat> and like I don't want to trust anyone. So it's like. You know, and it takes like for people that have like the same experience as me, like they know that it takes years to truly like to begin to open up and just let people know about an experience that you had, because that's like that's the biggest thing that is violated is just trust. Yeah. Yeah. And like and to a degree, like that's almost as if not more important than love. Mm. Right. Because um, love is driven by emotion. Trust is driven by respect. And if your family doesn't give you that off of the strength of blood, then you're not going to think that you can get it from anybody. Mm. Wow. You know what? Damn. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's but that's facts. You know what I'm saying? That's facts. And people that have that reality know this and understand that. So I speak Full as circle. somebody. <laughs> you see what I mean? Full so circle. I speak as somebody that went through it, yep. um, that struggled with it. And I just want to say it so because I know, I, again, I know I'm not the only person and I know it's very prevalent in our community and I know it's very prevalent in a lot of homes and a lot of people's homes. So you just like as and I'm a parent, too. So it's like now that I'm faced with my daughter, who's the same age as I was when this was happening to me, it was crazy because now it's like um, I'm like I'm overly protective. Um, I'm always asking her how she's feeling. I'm always reminding her it's OK to talk to me like yeah. Because um, I love my parents to death. I know I have my issues with them, but um, but um, I just make it a point because I didn't feel like I had that um, that ability to talk to my parents when this shit was happening to me. Okay. I didn't okay. feel like I had the ability to talk to anybody. Right. You know, the first time I told somebody, I think I was twenty five years old. That's you know, twenty seven. So it's two years. It's recent. This is some right. recent shit. Right. So. Um, like that's just the biggest thing I want people listening to take away. Like, you and 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 to put it in perspective, like once I got it out there, it became easier to deal with. Right, it's happened like that, man. Because then you'll meet somebody that had it happen to them, and it's like they can tell you how they got through it. So it's like it's a freeing feeling, you know yeah. what I mean? Because you can't escape what happened to you, but you can conquer the thoughts that you have over it. And it's like people need to learn that, and people need to understand that. Yeah, right. Man, I appreciate that, man. I acknowledge, yeah. I acknowledge you for being open and vulnerable about that, man. Yeah. That's a real, you know, that that shit, that shit hurts, man. That shit, it's it's sick, and you know, but it doesn't mean that you can't be the best version of yourself. You know, anybody for listening, like, we we appreciate you, and we acknowledge definitely you. definitely do. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, at, at the end of the day, uh, it's a duty, it's a responsibility. You know, take care of yourself, man. Take care of your temple, mind, body, spirit, and soul. And you may not be able to know how to process it when you're younger, but you know, that's what look back from the beginning episode feedback relationships friend circles like these people you know these are the operations or the relationships that allow you to operate differently to be able to bring these things to light as press alluded to being able to come out and say it was freeing for him right it's like mm -hmm. a weight that gets released right <clears throat> and at the end of the day man you deserve that because you deserve that because you're important you matter you know, and you are loved blunt after that. You, yeah. everybody's loved you're loved alright so at the end of the day you know treat yourself to that and just know man therapists are important they matter they don't mean anything about you if you if shit everybody in in the room could use a therapist i know about 15 people i'll talk about that think they don't but could use it right yeah. any type of therapist everybody can use one yes right it's it's a, it's somebody to be able to again speak it so you're not holding in those demons right you're not you're not you um, the value well, i don't mean to cut no, you off but like just right. so people can, <clears throat> excuse me because as people, we need to be able to, like, you know, um, have a therapist. And to, 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 to explain the importance of it, it's, you have to understand that it's, a, it's an unbiased person narrating the events of your life. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, 
And that's what makes things put in, that's how you get things put in perspective because you have a person that's sitting from a third, like a third person, like almost omniscient point of view, mm -hmm. telling you like why these things or how to grow from these situations because everybody in your inner circle is jaded to a degree because they're all influenced by some form of emotion because there's a connection of that degree. Right. Right. So you need that different type of relationship, that different type of outlet where you can get that unbiased constructive criticism because like as much as we love each other, like that's the, that like that may, again makes our conversations just slightly jaded. Right. right. It's because of that certain level of emotion. We're sure. somewhat driven by it. But yeah, that's why, um, again, people need to see a therapist because again, um, they will give you an unbiased narration of the events of your life. Yeah. yeah. They break down your situations and they're able to tell you what you do and why you do it. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's 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 definitely a that's definitely a good thing because of the simple fact it puts it more in perspective yeah, for you. And then therefore when you're doing something you'd be like, you know what? Let me pump the brakes because I know where this is coming from. Yeah. Mm. And that also comes to back to self reflecting. Yeah. You know, so Definitely take care of yourself because um, you, you only have one life to live, so live it to the fullest. Yeah. Yes, sir. Live it to the fullest, baby. <laughs> yes, sir. Get that insight. You know, <clears throat> care enough about yourself to do some deep-sea diving. Yeah, definitely. Uh, just being real, first off, I appreciate y'all for sticking with us. I really do. Like, this was something that we haven't delved into before. Mind you, none of this is rehearsed. We're just coming from the rawness and the realness that is we don't who we are in nothing. the moment. We, yeah. don't. we don't rehearse off the top, shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's just us being real with you amongst ourselves. We're learning about each other in a moment. We're expressing our uh, vulnerability, our humanist qualities in a moment. With that being said, man, I just want to really thank y'all for joining us. And of course, you know, before we close out, we got press the intellect and drop your handle. Where can they follow you out, bro? What is you? What is you? Uh, drop your handle, but also tell them what you're wearing. Oh shoot, I forgot. Oh yeah, shout out to uh Khalif Y, you know what I'm saying? I'm rocking the marathon sports shirt. Look this good, shit is good, fire. Man. You know what I'm saying? Go to his page, cop his gear. Um but yeah, this this thing is definitely comfortable. I ain't gonna hold you. What you wearing? <laughs> I'm actually got on that Dovet the brand. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? You can actually go at 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 on 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 Instagram. Oh, yeah, let the people see. Yeah, you know on saying? Instagram. At Dovet the brand. This is my man's right here. You know what I'm saying? He actually got some fire stuff. He does sweatsuits for women. He even got sweatsuits for kids yeah, now. He's popping right he's now. He's popping right now. So, over yeah. Derek, mm -hmm. Derek go popping out. Yeah, there. Derek is popping. Yeah, he is. Um, but, yeah, all right. Press the intellect. Let them know where they can find you at, man. Oh, yeah. Um, follow me on Instagram, President Press 21. Follow me on Twitter, President Press 1. Again, that's Instagram, President Press 21. <laughs> Twitter, President Press 1. Just in case you didn't hear it or see it, that's right. why it'll pop up on, on the screen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, man, and then we got Ego right here, man. The rawness, man. Please. Where can they follow you at? Where you can hit me up on Twitter at Story of Ego. It's spelled exactly how it sounds. Um, but yeah, you can hit me up on Twitter at Story of Ego, or you can hit me up on Instagram at I Got an Ego. Hit me up. Once again, I interact with my everybody that hits me up. Please also go to our page. Um, at you get the real on yes. Instagram, go see us there. We are vote champ. Yes, we are vote champ. The go room see. is black. Room is black. The room is black. We got we shit got, coming. We got shit coming, y'all. You know so saying? please be to please please stay in. We tune. the neighborhood Disney over here. We, yes, we are Ooh, <laughs> neighborhood Disney. Disney. We do it all. I'm gonna say noted on Tuesday, October 20th, 2020, at 10:03 p.m. that he let y'all know <laughs> that we're the neighborhood Disney. Yes, and we are. Coming, yes, like I remember when press said the thing. Right. <laughs> Stay but, tuned. Um, we got stay, things coming. Yeah, stay mm -hmm. tuned. Of course, you know what I'm saying? Evan the Voice, Swax, you can call me better known as. You can follow me on Instagram at Evan Swax. Same thing for Twitter. I'm just trying to give you that real emotional intelligence, mental fortitude, gratitude, and of course, sports for training, nutrition, all that good stuff. Wrapped into one, that holistic thing, you know, mind, body, spirit, soul, that goodness, you know what I'm saying? And of course, as always, shout out to our cameraman, CJ. CJ, where can yes, I follow sir. you at, man? The specialist. <laughs> I think you're at, at CJ Wither. At CJ <laughs> underscore Wither. We'll make sure it's on the screen. So we'll, you can we'll put it on the screen for you. You can see the setup, man. This man do business. You want to shoot some.